All right, Tone. Big Tone. Cold open question of the day. If you could start a youth hockey program at any Minneapolis or St. Paul public park, it's got to be a public park, which one would it be and why? Do you want to go most realistic or most unrealistic? Dream. The dream Dream Well, then it would be North Commons Park in North Minneapolis. Okay. And they have one probably in place of some sort, but we would like, we would build it out and build a hockey factory in North Minneapolis. That would be my unrealistic one um, because it would take some funding and a lot of attention to detail. Um, I'm just afraid there wouldn't have enough volunteer support, so it would have to be supported by lots and lots of people who care about the game. Or you could build one where I grew up on Lake of the Isles, where back in the day Lake of the Isles used to have literally as much, they said as much traffic came through Lake of the Isles as the other 90% of the parks in the city of Minneapolis. No it kidding. Was that packed every day. And that's where I grew up skating and just fell in love because there was always a game. You know, two rinks, two indoor, you know, two boarded rinks and game after game after game on the outside rinks. It was fun. It was mm. a great place to play. So I think it would be a cool place to p- start a program would be right on a lake. Yeah. You know, a frozen lake, you know, over the, you know, as downtown in the background. It's super cool. So those would be my two picks. Where I, th- I think I've thought this through more than you have because I would pick Northdale and not for the reasons well, that that's, you might there's assume. a lot of history there. Well, there's a lot of history there. It's also the one closest to my house. But right. here's the deal Northdale has a refrigeration system that supports one regulation sheet of ice. It's 200 by 85. It's got boards, it's got lines, it's got everything you need. But and refrigeration? It's got a refrigeration system. Really? Where does the Freon come from? That's a really good question. Maybe it's not a refrigeration system. Maybe it's just a weird collection of generators surrounded by a chain link fence. Is there something, is there a device near, near yeah, the... Yeah, it's well, right next to the sheet device. Some, yeah, okay. I, I would buy that. I don't know if it includes Freon, but I would take Northdale. You can't do it at Edgecombe because they're more worried about where they're going to get their next Patagonia jacket. You can't do it in Highland Park because they're worried about where they're going to get their next jacket from Canada Goose. You can't do it at Lexington Park in Roseville because there are basketball courts on one side and then there's um, a playground too close. So I think parking would be an issue. Parking's not an issue at Northdale because you can park a maternity Mary St. Andrews across the street. You could also fit probably four regulation sheets of ice on the baseball fields, which are not in use during the winter. Similar to what they do at in Hermantown. Sure. If, if four back-to-backs. Yeah, that could work. You could do yeah. that at Northdale. I don't think you could do it And if at it works in Hermantown, parts. it could work in Northdale. Yeah, you also, you couldn't do it in a couple of other places. You couldn't do it at um, you couldn't do it at Johnson High School because while they do have room for an outdoor rink, there's a little hill on one side, yeah. so you couldn't set them next to each other. And then the schools on the other side with the with uh, Walsh Arena or Walsh Avenue—that's the street the arena is on. But there's just not enough room for multiple sheets. So Northdale's baseball fields—it's perfect. I love. You it. could do one at Northdale. Let's do it. All right, let's do one at Northdale. I need half a million dollars in cash. I need half a million dollars in cash right let's now. Let's do it. Hello, hockey fans, and welcome to the Her Ice Girls High School Hockey Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by ResTech, a full-service integration and home automation company serving residential customers throughout central Minnesota and the metro Twin Cities region. The Red Black League, the largest boys and girls off-season high school hockey league in Minnesota. 
Summit Orthopedics, with 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities with specialists ready to treat any sports-related injury. And Gemini Athletic, pro-quality custom uniforms with a championship pedigree. And now, here's Peter and Tony. Used to keep, used to keep, used to be, used to be All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do I could hear profession forget Used to keep it cool Had zero clue she combined two of the audio tracks I saw that one coming from a mile away Well, why didn't you warn me about it then? Because it wasn't going to hit me in the face until mm. it came upon quickly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, welcome to Her Ice, a girls' high school hockey podcast in the great state of Minnesota about the teams in the great state of Minnesota and sometimes beyond. I am one half of the Her Ice team. My name is Peter Adney. I am here with my partner in life, Tony Scott. Tony, how you doing? I'm well, thank you. I'm going to leave in that whole thing where I hit the button and then hit the wrong button. It's fine. It just it shows goes to show that Kayla's not here and we're inept with We're doing her. We used to do this by ourselves. We did used to do this by ourselves apparently. I hate this. I don't know how to post it to Spotify by the way. We're not on Spotify anymore. No okay, Spotify. so that's why the uh, We went back to Podbean. We're back to Podbean, so I'm going to need that login info from you. Yep. Uh, at the end of the show. But we are here for Season 6, Episode 10. It's been 10 episodes already. We're coming up on the last week of the girls' high school regular season. Frowny faces all around. For you, for sure. I am. I'm bummed out. Now i gotta, I got to listen to boys' high school show to get ramped up for that after yeah. the girls' season ends. Dinah and Minnetonka and Wyzetta. Oh, I can't wait. wait. Wow, so much parody. Conference, conference, conference. Love it. Whoa. <laughs> Have you seen any Dinah play? No, I don't want to for the 50th time. The boys' season is kind of hard to get up for just because we see so many of these kids through squirts and peewees and bantams yep. and then during the summer. Love the kids. But by the time they get to high school, I'm kind of like, yep, that's Jackson Evers. Yep, that's yeah. Bobby Cowan. Yep, yeah. that's Britton Allstead. Yep. Yeah, we kind of get where we see them all. I, I love when people are, have you seen this kid? I'm like, uh, yes. yeah, I yes. coached Mason Jensen. He's a hell of a player. Yeah, he used to wear a bubble. Does he still wear still a bubble? bubble? Does he? Yeah. He still wears he a bubble. Shane both wear bubbles. <laughs> hilarious it is you know what's even more hilarious is the fact that i put headlines in our show notes and i don't have any headlines for you last week was the the gold medal for team usa i don't really have anything there's a lot of milestones there there are three milestones that we're going to get into today but not before we tell you a little bit about sponsor number one summit orthopedics yeah there's the we have now several applicants for our summit service award um, there's a link on the top of YHH's homepage called Summit Service. Uh, it's a fantastic opportunity for someone who's committed a lot of uh, community service who wants to continue to serve their community. They can go to Honduras with their World One surgery team and uh, learn a little bit more about that profession, learn a little bit about that country, learn a little bit about giving back to the community, and they will also be recognized by YHH with a YHH jersey and a plaque. Um, so check out the Summit Service for any of those high school girls that are looking 
uh, to get maybe into the medical field or interested in just giving back to the greater community, not just the Twin Cities in Minnesota, but all over the world. So well, that ex- that experience would look good on a resume for just about any oh job. If you want to get involved like in NGOs and nonprofits and human resources. my junior year know. of high school. I mean, how much better would that be? And I went on this trip. I mean, if you're looking to grow yourself outside of the game of hockey, this is a literally lights out opportunity lights out you know who else was lights out that's a really good segue i love it uh one of our milestones forest lake sophomore goaltender taylor thompson stud surpasses 1000 career saves so she's got two more seasons of varsity hockey she's had a thousand saves before after naming her being named all tournament team or mvp of the dangle fest a couple years yeah i wonder which she's more proud of I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's the I'm assuming saves. it's the Dangle Fest. I think assuming it's the, it's the Dangle saves. Fest. Right. Albert Lee, junior defender, Mika Psychos, or Mika Chicharones, which is my favorite little. Who uh, said that? I did last year because I didn't know oh. how to pronounce it. And it's then Psycho, um, right? Psycho. Psychosh, I think. Chicharones. I'm going back to Chicharones. Okay. Uh, and freshman forward Morgan Goskison have surpassed 100 career points for the Tigers. And Maple Grove's senior forward, Bella Shipley, 150 career points for the Crimson. So congratulations to Mika, Morgan, Taylor, and Bella. Didn't we have a, wasn't there a Caitlin Gross or was that last week? That was last week. Okay, sorry. That was last week. 60 career wins. Yeah. I found an old copy of uh, last week's notes laying around and I read through that. Okay. What a fun little trip down memory lane. So are we on to rankings now? We are. We are on to rankings. And before we begin, uh, two points to make. Number one, these rankings were designed to be published on Monday, so they do not reflect some of the action that occurred last night, especially when we get to Class A. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They're still not fully done. I apologize. I have been That's okay. recovering from the squirtacular. Recover. So I'll just say that. Recovering. I would say by tomorrow, Thursday, I'll be fully recovered, which is on the eve of what? Friday Night Ice. So Friday Night Spice. Right back into it. And Hockey Day Minnesota, which, and I'm, Hockey Day, which I will be attending. You are going to. I can't wait to get to Hockey Day weekend and not be up in Warroad. No offense. I love you, Warroad. But I, you do have an assignment, though. Why? What is it? <laughs> I love the look on his face. What is it? Uh, I won't be, I don't think I'll be on time to the Lakeville North World game. So you're going to get to I don't know cover that. that. It's at 9.30 a.m. Oh, okay. You so get to cover it from okay. home. No, no, no. That's fine. As yep. long as I know in advance and I can yep. make sure that I'm set up with my laptop be, plugged in and I all that stuff. be cool. I that. thought you were going to drop a bomb. Like, you need to go to Northfield no, and no, do this no, interview. No. And be like, okay, I need to rearrange no, my schedule a little bit. No. Well, I just need you to, we are going from, not that anyone in this audience cares, but we're going from Friday Night Ice, 10 p.m. to Grand Rapids, which will be like 1 a.m. Yep. And then staying the night there. And then we're driving up to um, Warroad from Rapids, which is another three hours. You are driving from Warroad to Rapids. I'm driving from Rapids to Warroad. There you go. Okay. Okay. Stop saying we. No, uh, Kayla and Danny and I. Okay. We together. <laughs> you not you. Say, when you no, say no, we, I need said, to. No, no, not you. I need but to call my, my mom. Is, I don't I think I'm going to be. I don't think I'm leaving Rapids at 630 in the morning. I think I'm. Why not? 
Because it's a little too much. I'm, just, I'm not going to kill myself. Too much? I'm not killing Why myself. And I'm going to be outside for nine straight hours. So You know, I heard a similar story about this. There was a guy. His name was Jean-Philippe. And he was, um, he was under arrest during the French Revolution. <laughs> and willingly, he put himself in irons and put his head in the gu- guillotine and said, How did I get here? That's exactly what you just did to yourself. You're not funny. You are Jean-Philippe who put You're his head in the funny. guillotine and said, how did I end up here? <laughs> not funny. All I'm asking for is cover the first period score. If you cover the first period, end of period score, I think I got it from there. Are you credentialed for Hockey Day? As of I don't the, think you are. As of this second, no, but I'm 100% confident I'll be a credential media member walking in the gates. You didn't get one of those cool boxes with a cookie in it? No. Okay. I'll get credentialed. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. <laughs> Someone in the world was hitting the panic button that I wasn't going to get credentialed. I'm like, don't worry. I got this. Don't right. worry. So, well, if the world people are that excited to have you up there, I'm excited for you. It should be a good time. And now you can wave your credential in the face of uh, anybody from bankruptcy sports, I mean, Bally Sports North. Yes. Yeah. Actually, oddly enough, they're the ones who helped me get credentials. Oh, good for them. (laughs) That's nice of them. Yes. All righty. Rankings is what everybody's been waiting for. Let's hear it. Double A. I'm going to move the next sponsor read to after this. Okay. Minnetonka, number one. Andover, number two. Hillmarie, number three. Zero change in the top three. Moorhead bumps up to number four. They just keep plugging, don't they? Moorhead? Mm-hmm. Well, they're also they're beneficiaries of the fact that Edina had to play Minnetonka, and Edina lost again. But I'm getting kind of tired of making excuses for losses, so I pushed That's fine. Edina down to number five. Now, Edina, did they beat Taka when... The Tonka girls were. Gone. They've officially split with Tonka. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. so. Far, they lost in overtime against the Skippers. Um, Centennial Spring Lake no, wait, Park. They, they beat the Skippers in overtime, and they lost to Minnetonka okay. in overtime. Oh, okay. So, so both so. of these games have gone to overtime. All right. Centennial Spring Lake Park at number six. Northfield stands pat at number seven. Benil Saint Margaret. Did you Margaret's. promise me you were going to move them up? No. I believe we could go back to the tape. And you I promise nothing. You promised. To I move promise them up. nothing. I should actually move Benilde higher because they beat Proctor Hermantown, who at the time was ranked number five in Class A, and they shut him out three to nothing. Yeah, but Northfield beat Benilde. Do I need to remind you that? That's fine. You know what? You know what I decided on? You decided that you're wrong and you're going to be bullheaded and nope. not change it. I get it. Nope. That's what I'm going exactly to leave Northfield you, at seven. That's what you've decided. If you keep talking, I'll push him out of the top <laughs> ten completely. <laughs> Page stat. Benilde St. Margaret's at number eight, Lakeville North at number nine, and Lakeville South at number ten. Congratulations to the class. Double Uh, No Maple Grove. No Maple Grove. I mean, they're hovering just outside. Um, Maple Grove is just outside. Stillwater is just, well, maybe not. Stillwater might not not be just outside anymore. No, no, After last night's game, they might not be. I guarantee after the Roseville game, we will not have any Stillwater listeners. We are Because they know we're not going to talk about them. Ever until you, the section finals or the semifinals, or the section semifinals. where they face Roseville Matamidi <laughs> exactly. again. We're looking down the barrel right now of 
Lakeville South and Lakeville North both winning 20 games this season. We're what does that ver- say about the overall strength of the Lakeville Hockey Association on the girls' side? What, what does it say that they could play each other in the state tournament? That would be hilarious. It would be the best ever. It what would be if, incredible. What if? What if they ended up in the state championship game? It would be even more incredible. Oh, I would lose my mind. It won't happen, it but would that be, would be incredible. It would be even incredible. more funny than when Gentry won it last year. It would, it would be, that top, would be, no, it would, it would top, top Gentry. That. It, it would top, top Gentry that. winning last year. Because then the real freaks would come out. Like, well, what would like K the, fans say the if the they don't have anyone creeps, to hate? The secondary creeps came out hard. Uh, this last year, they, the tertiary creeps would come on. Lakeville, Lakeville North and Lakeville South would battle to the state finals, and it would be, this isn't what girls high school hockey is supposed to be about. I know. It's like, not what uh, it's supposed yeah, to be it about. Be amazing if it actually happened. <laughs> but I will say that the, I don't think, I think they both would be unseated. Yes. Both would be unseated. Uh, yes. I don't know. Lakeville that depends North on. Lakeville North would be, yeah. Well, if it stays chalk, I think they would be yeah. they would both be unseated. But if cool one of those we? top five seeds gets Loses. disrupted in the section playoffs, then Lakeville North has Bingo. a case to be a top five seed. And then they could do the little reach. I don't think the high school league is that dumb to have Lakeville North versus Lakeville South in the state tournament game. I don't think they would. But win. would they do it preemptively just to avoid a Lakeville North Lakeville yes, South championship they would. game? They would. See. So. All righty, Class A, Holy Angels at number one, Orono at number two, Warroad at three. No, I moved Marshall, Marshall to three. three. Warroad was at four. Dodge County bumps up to five. This is your Monday rankings, right? These are my Monday rankings. Okay. Uh, Dodge County at five, Proctor-Hermantown at six, Mountain West Tonga South Chris, Southwest Christian at seven, Crookston at eight, they bumped down one, Delano Rockford at nine, and Albert Lee at ten. What did Crookston do to you? Uh, Crookston lost twice to... last week. I believe they lost to Rozo and yeah. Warroad. They lose to Warroad, No, too. they've already played Warroad twice. Hold, they please. They played Warroad twice. A third time was the other one a tournament game and I considered one it. of them was a tournament game. Yeah, I knew that. Okay, hold on. I'm just gonna pull up Crookston's game schedule here. Uh, but Dodge County bumps up. I wish I could push Dodge County further because of them taking Orono to overtime. But when when I did these rankings, three of the four teams hadn't lost, and Warroad lost to a top four class two A team. Right. So I can't drop Warroad more than a spot because they you know they was play that the Moorhead? best. That was Moorhead. Yeah. So Crookston lost to Bemidji. Mm, that's a bad loss. That well I don't they're know about, if it's, a, it's about not even. a bad about loss. Even. So Crookston lost to Duluth Marshall and they lost to Bemidji. Yeah that tells me that Crookston's that next tier down. They've lost that tells me three that eight, consecutive doesn't games. That, doesn't that tell you that eight A doesn't deserve a seed? I know I'm going to oh, get. Oh man! I know I will get sweet. No, eight a eight a gets a seed just because you have to give out five seeds, and if a section is only going to play two games, like you can't give Fergus Falls a no, top five. No, you can't, can't give it to Fergus Falls. I don't think you Laverne, can give it to Laverne or Long, Albert Lee or Albert uh, Dodge County's with Albert Lee. Okay, you can give it to Dodge, Dodge County, County if could. it's Dodge County. Yeah, but like we talked about in double A rankings, if one of those top teams get like if albert lee beats dodge county which is a possibility then i don't know if you can give albert lee a top five no. seed over a war or no, a crookston no correct, way correct correct now that we're looking at crookston's game schedule i realize that the one 
<laughs> Boy, they are still riding the horse of the Warroad win from Is that December the only good 5th. Win? That's the only good one. Really? They got a 3-1 loss to Northfield, which is a, a good there. loss. A good game. They've got a win over Fergus Falls and a win over Warroad. They beat Fergus? They did. Well, Warroad barely beat Fergus. It was like 2-1. to one, so I Yeah, Crookson beat him 2-1. The to one. I don't know. There's a lot of... Outside of Holy Angels and Orono, there's, a lot, there's of, a lot of mid-pack. Well, I think Proctor, Hermanson, Lewis Marshall is the next one after that. Well, and we can't even pick one out of those two teams because they just played last night. And Duluth Are Marshall we going to talk about that now? No, no, no. We're going to talk about that okay, later. About later. Okay. Right. You have a fun segment that I'm going to preface with a sponsor read just in case anybody uh, was Sticks waiting for to me to do it? that. I have yeah. three names I want to read off before we get to our player of the year watch list. But first, uh, it, this show is brought to you in part by Res Tech Systems, the premier home installation service for ambiance, atmosphere, lighting, and shading, and sound control. If you want to turn your house into the refuge that it should be in this noisy, noisy world, Res Tech Systems is going to be your best bet. I can't wait to finish off my basement that got destroyed. Yeah. Christmas. I'm be honest with you. For a guy that has a pool, your TV watching area is... Mm, not good. Not subpar. No, that we're not going to do subpar. that area. We're doing a new area in the basement. You're going to have uh, recess lighting or soft lighting? I don't know lighting. what I'm going to do. We're going to do lighting. We're gonna rope TV. lighting We're around the TV. top. We're going to, it's going to be sweet. It's going to be sweet. And it's only going to be sweet because of ResTech yep. Systems. That's ResTechSystems.com, R-E-S-T-E-C-H-S-Y-S-T-E-M-S.com. All righty, before we get into our uh, Player of the Year watch list, I have three names here for top goaltenders and this is statistics and here's what I did I went into mngirlshockeyhub.com and I sorted the goalie leaders by shots faced love it and at the top of the list we have Kennedy Lemke from Prairie Center this is our chance to give out some kudos to some goaltenders who all they face are shots shots. on goal all the time so Kennedy Lemke who played in the fall classic by the way uh our fall classic she did yep She's got a record of 5-11-2 this season with a goals against average of 377, but a save percentage of 925. That's decent. That's decent. And she's faced 925 shots this season. So she has a .925, and she's faced, wow. Yeah. That's incredible. That's pretty good. Uh, Ava Jovan, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, of Buffalo, similarly to Kennedy Lemke, a record. Uh, below 500 with a goals against of 339, but a save percentage of 915 for Miss Jovan, facing 889 shots. I gotta check this out. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible how many shots a game. So she has eight plus 22 divided by 889. 889 divided by 22 equals 40 shots a game. 40 shots a game. Holy Never a night off. Smokes, Ava Jovan. Never a night off. And it's even more shots a game for Kennedy Lemke. Yeah, I know, but that was, I could do a quick math on that one. <laughs> I was like, holy smokes. That's I know. Seven, eight, this one's 18. That's even worse. They play the same amount of games, so her numbers are going to be higher than that. It's wild. 51 shots a game? Sounds about right. 
Somebody's hitting the clicker. Uh, call- There's no way. Ooh, okay. If everybody Someone's wants to, clicker. if everybody wants to pause for 35 minutes, we can do a home road split for shots per game. What do you mean? Like take Lemke's numbers and look at oh, shots on goal for yes. road games versus home games. Yes. Is there a is there a little clicker? Is there a little cli- clicker action? I find it funny when. Um, Certain facilities will bump up the shot count for their own team. Own team, which is which is dumb because it lowers your shooting percentage and makes the opposing goalie look really, really good. good. But they want to make it. I don't know. I'm not even going to go. That's why shots are so weird. All right, rounding Grace out McDowell. our trio: Grace McDowell from Hibbing Chisholm, six thirteen and one with a three oh seven goals against and a nine oh nine save that's percentage. Good. So that's three. A, that's a good stat. Three goaltenders there that are playing their ponytails off for their teams. (laughs) It's very exciting. Glad that we could throw some love out to the goaltenders who apparently are under fire virtually all the time. Yes, yes, yes. All mastermind of the um, 79-player list of 25 player of the year Don alphabetically, Don alphabetically. Nope, this is in ranking of if we like them as people. Yes. I like a lot of these as people. So, all right. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to pick 25. We've already done it. 25 players that have had a great hockey season this year for their team. This is not a lifetime achievement award. This is based on players that we've seen play in the last calendar year. So we could have seen you last year and this year we've seen your stats. We've watched games online uh, we've had our staff members at your games. I think we have taken a really nice look at this. We've beaten the bushes on players, texting with coaches and other evaluators okay, as well. So here goes 25 kids, and it doesn't have to. You don't have to be a senior. We have at least one sophomore or two sophomores on We've here. got a freshman on there. We have a freshman? Yeah. I don't think so. I think we do. We don't. Oh, did we do, did we decide against I think that player? I did. I think yeah. we did. Uh okay. So here we go. Um we are gonna go alphabetical. So it's there's a few people by position. Um sorry about that. You're lucky so I don't mute you. I'm sitting behind the board right now. Here we go. Uh starting with the A's, we have Lindsay Avar Minnetonka. Mm-hmm. Leading scorer for the state's top team. She's been a Minnetonka contributor for what feels like 15 seasons. Correct. Well, there's going to be a few of those on here. Uh, defenseman? I defender. Hate, I, hate, I, I say defender. Defender, Grace Bickett Orno. We saw her just kick off the season. I thought she took control of the team. Um, and she's the best defender on the best team, arguably the best team in the state. No. Uh, they beat Andover. I don't think and you had them ranked number one. I don't think they're one. the best team in the state, though. They beat Andover, who okay. was number one. Have in they played a. Minnetonka, who's number one right now? No, no. But they've also lost to the number one team and beaten. They've split with the number one A team in the state. So I think they're one of the teams, the best teams in the state. Yeah. Uh, here's a girl that you don't get to see a lot during the season. Her name is Mercury Bischoff. I have seen her this season. You have. Though. Many I haven't have. seen her. During the regular season. Yeah, 250 career points. Uh, Mankato commit. Uh, Lindsay Avars committed to Cornell, I yes. believe. Um, it's funny. I, I, I 
there's a lot of red schools east of Minnesota, like mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Ohio State, St. Lawrence, Cornell, Boston University, Sacred Heart. All those are red schools. I was like, oh, is this, she go to this red school or that red school? So, yes, she's a Cornell commit. Um, next is a St. Thomas commit, Chloe Boreen from Hill Murray, who I mm-hmm. saw last Saturday. <coughs> Bless you. Um, and let's see. The next one is Addie Bowlby from Lakeville North. Um, and then the next one, another Lakeville kid, Claire Bronson. Well, this is, this is one that I stumped for because I believe if we gave an award, if it wasn't most outstanding player, if it were most valuable player, I think Claire Bronson might be a top five lock right there. Um, what? Say it one more time. If it wasn't just player of the year or most, 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 most outstanding player, if it were most valuable player to oh, a team, Claire yes. Bronson no would be a top five or with a .91 goals against, 961 save, and 10 shutouts. And they have some ridiculous record. Well, they have a ridiculous regular season record, but a ridiculous record in games decided by a single goal because they've been to overtime like eight times. Right, right. Uh, next one, speaking of South of the River, former South of the River product, Kendra Distad, Minnetonka. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played in the U18 World. So did her teammate, who's also on the list, Lauren Goldsworthy, defender, Minnesota State commit. So we've got three Tonkas. Three Tonkas already. There could be more. <laughs> um, Caitlin Gross from Centennial Spring Lake Park. Yes. Goaltender. Do you have her stats handy? They're unbelievable. I do. They are wild, as we mentioned a little bit earlier in the show. Caitlin has surpassed 60 career victories in her time with the Centennial Spring Lake Park program. This year, her goals against average is .94 with a .963 save percentage. That's unbelievable. And eight shutouts. That's like Uma. That's Uma territory right there. I know. She and Claire Bronson are inching closer to Uma territory. I think so, too. Um, here's another one. Hannah Halverson, Edina, 37 points for the Hornets. Mm-hmm. What are my state championships she has? She has one as an eighth grader, one as a 10th grader. Two state championships, and I think she's got to be coming up on 200 points soon. Halverson? Halverson's oh, got man. it. She's got a lot. So. Halverson hockey. Elite prospects, I summon you. What does she got? While you're on scrolling, I'm staying in the. There are a lot of here. ads here. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh! Well, you are you ready? Uh, seventy-three goals, ninety-nine assists for one seventy-two. Yeah, so she won't hit two hundred, but darn close. Yeah. Well, I mean, she could, but it would be mm, one for the ages. With the postseason, she's, she's at got, seventy-seven goals and a hundred nine assists. So, so 186. Oh, she's got a chance. So we're still but we're still 14 she, away. She's got a chance. She's she got has a, a chance. Sure chance. I chance. wouldn't I wouldn't call it a lock. No, but she's, but got she's a definitely shot. got a shot. Okay. Um next, this is a sophomore. Do we confirm that she's a sophomore? Jasmine Hubda. She is a sophomore. Rozo. We saw her play against Warroad uh a couple weeks ago and I just 
feel like she's kind of got the kind of like reminds me a little bit of Jackson Blake where she just got control of the game and she just does whatever she wants when she gets the puck on her stick and she just takes complete control of the game. And there's rare, rare. Do you see kids like that at this level uh, be able to control the game like Jasmine does? And I, and I, she got good points. She's got all the stats. I think that uh, she's one of my favorite players to watch. So I added her to the list. I, was I don't, gonna say, that I don't was think your she's going to make our final five or six kids, but I definitely mm. thought she deserves a shout-out. I, I don't know if she'll it's make that final it's five team or six. Performance? Two. Yeah. Yeah, part of it is team performance. Yeah. So, yeah. we'll. I mean, we'll see what happens. You never know. If Rozo goes on a miracle run to the state tournament. Then we might have to think reconsider. About it. Uh, another underclassman, uh, Mackenzie Jones, Andover. I feel like her and Kaylin Mom just kind of control how the Huskies go. Oh, McK- Mackenzie Jones is one of the best players I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. She's always had every physical tool in the box, tall, rangy, good length, strong on her skates, but she's putting it all together as she enters her upper-class person years yep. and is – softening the edges that needed to be softened and sharpening the edges that needed to be sharpened. Yep. Here's another top defender who's going to get serious Miss Hockey uh, consideration. Kate Kosabud from Moorhead. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think she's a serious contender for our final list as well. University of Minnesota commit Kate Kosabud. Uh, Holy Angels leading scorer Bella Lemire. Um, I think I, I, I'm always impressed. I saw them play last year. I'm seeing them play twice this year. I'm very impressed with her composure on the ice. Uh, a little bit like Jasmine Hovda where she gets, when she gets her mitts on the puck, it's hard to get rid of it off of her stick. I watched her play against Proctor Hermantown and I think she may have had 50 rushes down the ice where she just kind of slaloms through the defensive zone and then the neutral zone. And then all of a sudden she's in the offensive zone getting a shot off. I agree. Um, next, and this one, I hate to say lock, like lock, but after what I saw last night, it's going to be really hard to keep her off of our list. Her name is Ilsa Lindemann. Lock. Yeah. Duluth. Well, we can't give out the, Uh. we can't, we can't announce it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, kind of like, uh, the, uh. Girl from the five oh seven. I think she's a lock as well. <laughs> I'm not going to give any give out any hints here, but uh, this is one that's as lock as lock gets. When I saw her stats line that uh, Ethan posted last night, I was like, "Wait a second, that's incredible." Mm-hmm. She's incredible. We thought she was incredible a couple years ago at, at our summer fest, and I was like, "Holy smokes!" Yeah. She's just gotten better and better and better. So. I had a coach tell me that she's the best player that they've faced. Yeah, all, I, all season. I, I'm not going to argue with it. <coughs> Speaking of, uh, we have another underclassman here, Zoe Lopez. Uh, all you need is ten seconds for me to convince <laughs> you that she's. Should be on this list. Might be less than 10 seconds. Turn on uh, Youth Hockey Up's Friday Night Ice production against Mound West Tonka, the seventh-rated team in the state, and in the first 10 seconds, she goes bar down with a backhander. And I was like, oh, God. I saw her do that in the summer once, and I thought I was lucky. 
And then I started doing it on her backhand. I'm like, that's not luck. That is all skill. So she deserves a shot on our list. She's also a Minnesota State commit. She's on. Uh, she's on track. Eh, she's got a little ways to go with only four regular season games left. Five guaranteed games. She's at thirty three points right now. Um, another seventeen, and she'll have three straight seasons of fifty or more points at the high school level. It's going to be tough for her to do that, and here's yeah. why: they this year, Orono, to their credit, jacked their schedule up. Schedule is it's unbelievable. Unbelievably tougher than it was the first two years. Yeah. So she didn't get worse. The schedule got more difficult. Oh no! You could argue she got better. I would say she got better. She might be the physically strongest player I've seen this year. She might be. She might be. She might be. All right. Uh, next, Michaela Moran from Apple Valley. You got a chance to see her play two weeks ago? Yeah, it was about Same two weeks ago. Same night as my Northfield game. You went to see them play Fromington yep. Junior High. She's the uh, the queen of the toe drag for sure. Super, super skilled. Uh, we'll see where the stats end up this year. Apple Valley's been hit hard by graduations the last two seasons. Yes. So she is undoubtedly the offensive catalyst for that team. All right. Next one is Kaylin Mum uh, from Andover. I saw her score two goals against Hill Murray a couple Saturdays ago. I think she might be the best defender in the state. She's shut down, and she's added. She's always been shut down. She could score when she was in 12 A's. But uh, she's added offense to her game as well, and it helps that, you know, she's got a solid D partner in Merrill Delich, and I think that they work really well together. Also solid at running a fog machine. Merrill Delich. Is Merrill Delich. She can run a heck of a fog machine, <laughs> let me tell you. Even though being verbally harassed by a parent. <laughs> She, she took, took it. it well. in, she took it in stride. She I gave her better a lot. than I would have. I give her a lot of credit. What would you and I done had we smoked out a Minnetonka parent and got yelled at by that son? See, I don't think you and I would have gotten yelled at though. I think part of it is that maybe, maybe I would have been like, I would have just stared at the guy and went, "You go, out, leave." I mean, that thing was on for like two seconds, and it wasn't even facing the ice. No, no. Yeah. So. Well, how many more names have we got? Is that the last one? Oh, no. We're, we got about seven more. Oh, my right. gosh. Lily Pockle. Come on down. Yes. South St. Paul. Oh, my goodness. This is another case of most valuable. Yes. This is another case of most valuable. Lily Pockle's got 55 points this year. She probably has 55 of the team's total 57 points this season. Uh, obviously, I'm being a little bit facetious, but her percentage of points relative to the rest of the team is... It's a lot. Okay. Uh, next up is Ayla Puppy from Northfield. Um, she is, what's that word you use? Is it lock? Lock. Okay. It's lock. She's no croc, that's for sure. Nope. She could quit hockey tomorrow, and she'd probably still end up on this list. Yeah. Yep, she would. Um, Nora Sauer, Andover. Um, I would call her the heart and soul of that team. She strikes me as the type of player that when that when she's going, that everybody on that team is going at Andover. I don't know if I'd call her the heart and soul of the whole team. Okay, sorry. The, the heart and soul of the offense, offense. maybe. <laughs> okay, sorry. No, I I got to see Nora play. Uh, the big standout moment for me was a shorthanded goal against Benilde St. Margaret's over at Mariucci Arena where she just kind of bullied past 
a couple of red knights and scored a backhand shorthanded goal. So right. when she wants to put the team on her shoulders, she's more than capable of doing that. All right. Um, next would be uh, Bella Shipley uh, from Maple Grove. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw them play earlier in the season against Minnetonka, so a very tough competitor competition for them that game. Um, everything flows through Bella Shipley. Yeah. Everybody, when they look up, they're looking for number eight. Whenever she gets the puck, things happen. Um, if they were a top 10 team, I think, she, or a top five team, she would get heavy consideration for an award. So they're going to have to really come on the last few games of the season for them to make it. Right now, Bella Shipley's got 17 goals, 19 assists, 36 points. It's a good year. That's 17 goals of the... Do you want to take a guess at how many goals Maple Grove has scored as a team this season? Ooh, 50 too high? 57. Yeah, she's so got a third of their points. She's factored into 36 points out of the 57. Yeah. yeah. And as for Lily Pockle, she's factored into 55 points out of 91 goals, so over, yeah, half, over half of the team scoring. Not surpri- are you surprised? No, I'm not surprised. I am a little surprised that South St. Paul is doing as well as they are this year, so considering every year Where it feels like there's just one more body blow with one more player graduating or one more player right. moving uh, on to college hockey. Next is the biggest lock of them all. Are you ready? Who's the biggest lock of them all to make our list? Come on. Natalie Darwitz. Starts with an S. Natalie would have to do some work. Starts with an S. Last name starts with an S. Oh. She made the first team U18 Worlds list. Still, do you need more help? Jesse St. Louis. No. There's no such uh, person. Jenny St. Maine. Why don't you just go ahead and Josie tell St. Martin. Who it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, her resume pretty much unimpeachable. Yeah, no, unimpeachable. No, it's the best. On this paper is another resume. one. It's these last two are goaltenders: Danny Strom from Maple Grove and Grace Jean from Hill Murray. Both I've seen play this year. Both are great technical goaltenders and both very athletic, which means they're going to have great numbers and they both play on great teams. So, mm-hmm. um. Those that rounds out the list. That that's twenty five names that you could see on our high school player of the year finalist list coming out very soon. They won't all be on the finalist list though. No, that's our watch list. Okay, I say you do it. Okay, list. that sounded a little confusing. I was gonna say we're gonna put twenty five players. No, on we will have probably six. If all we cared about was clicks, we would put all twenty five. No, God, there. that's disgusting. <laughs> All right, are you ready? All right, uh, gay, we're going to get into some scores here. Games of the Past brought to you by the Red Black Leagues. If you're looking for a league that allows you to play in a league, I had a really good point, and then I kind of lost. Allows oh. you to play multiple sports. That's what I was going to say. Allows you to continue with your spring schedule. You can play lacrosse. You can play baseball. You can play softball. Uh, but when you show up, you're ready to play hockey. It helps keep your skates sharp for the upcoming season without being overly intense. So here's another. We had Joe Pankratz, who's on his Prior Lake jerseys on behind me here. Um, and he, we, we talked to him about it on Sunday during our voice pod, and he's like, yeah, the reason we started this, there wasn't really a league out there that 
we've designed. And I'm like, what do you mean we designed? He goes, well, we needed a league for, for kids just to play in, somewhere to play that wasn't like what he said, hack hockey. You know, there's no hacking. There's no cheap stuff. Uh, they keep track of the stats. They, they, they make sure there's goalies there. They, there's a lot of service provided to the players in the, both the boys and girls side. And we talked about Dave Palmquist, South St. Paul team. He runs the league with his sons. And I think it's something that anyone can be proud to play in each fall or spring. Yeah, and I love that uh, it's not hack hockey. There's, I remember watching an elite league game. And it was one yeah, of those oof. Tuesday night elite league games. Mm-hmm. And... A player, I don't know if I want to name him. He's been graduated for a while, but he absolutely decapitated somebody. Oof. And the kid is laying face down on the ice, and I could only imagine what his dad was going through, thinking, like, this is a big chance for my son. It's September, and he's laying face down on the ice. Is he actually oh, going to get yeah. to play his senior season? Ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where it gets a little scary. Where it gets a little this. dicey. So uh, obviously on the girl side, there's no checking, but on the boy side, there's no checking. It's 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 a good place to go out and play some hockey and keep fresh for the for the spring or the fall. Yeah. All right, games of the past: January 18th, Moorhead over Rozo, a score of three to two. Section 8A, still as spicy as ever. It's a good one, that's for sure. Bemidji over Grand Rapids Greenway, 3-1. to one. Lumber Jills are coming. Lumber Jills. It, I'm interested to see, and you know, you can correct me if you think this is ridiculous. I wonder if they pick up a transfer or two this offseason. Who, Bemidji? Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. There's got to be one or two players in northern Minnesota who feel as though... They can jump on they that could Bemidji be better wagon. served in the yeah. Bemidji program. That could happen. Northfield over Mankato East. That um, score is interesting. Four to two. Mankato East is a lot better than they beat Albert Lee last night. They did. If they were still in Class A, I would oh consider gosh. them to be a top five contender in Class A. I but now too. they're in Double A, and it's kind of like, eh, you're going to get squeezed out by somebody. Yep. I hope they don't. If they make it out of that section in Class Two A, then I would be stoked. Yeah, it's going to make the it's going to be Mankato East and Lakeville South possibly as the two three spicy. Yeah, January nineteenth. Right, Farmington's in there too, right? Who gets the three seed, Farmington or Mankato East? Uh, Farmington. Uh, okay, I think All Farmington right. gets it. Right. January nineteenth, Duluth Marshall over Crookston, five to one. That tells me a lot. I thought Crookston was between. Five and potentially between five and ten after watching them against Northfield, mm-hmm. that score tells me that they're better suited for six to ten. Oh yeah, maybe high t- nine or ten. Hill Murray over Holy Family two to nothing. Holy Family very quietly, still a team that would worry me come yep. section playoff time. Maple Grove over Alexandria two to nothing. The mo for the Crimson all season has been a two nothing win. Yes. Or one. Or one. Bella Shipley goal and assist, Danny Strom, 35 saves. Yeah. I don't know if that actually happened in the Alexandria game, but that's my assumption based on how Maple Grove has played this year. Yep. January 20th, Minnetonka over Edina, 3-2 to two in overtime. And that's for me, the final this time they'll just... play this season. 
You don't. Oh, you don't think they'll the both? I was gonna say if they both go to the state tournament, they I mean, could they play got a other. shot. They could play to meet up with each other. I just, this Edina team befuddles me. Do you think Edina can I just beat don't. the Nils? Yes, sections a hundred percent. I think okay. they could beat anybody. Okay. Another. I, I don't disagree. Here's another nice point for Edina. Reese McConnell got the got the That's game awesome. against Minnetonka. Twenty seven saves. On 30 shots on goal. So Edina now has a 1A and 1B oh, for sure. between Hannon and McConnell. All right. All right. Benilde St. Margaret's over Proctor Hermantown, 3 to nothing. I mentioned this in my rankings. This was my rationale for dropping Proctor Hermantown, even though they lost to a, a high quality um, Class 2A program. Right. You want to see him score at least a goal. I mean, come on. They also only had 15 shots on net against Benilde. You just you just want to see more right? I out of that there. type of team. And they coincidentally, they showed it on Tuesday after yes, I already did. put these together. Orono over Dodge County 5-4 in overtime. That was the game of the weekend. The Dodge County parents um, thrilled with their team's performance. This was a big shot for did Dodge you County. Talk to one of our employees? Talked to two of them. Two employees. We have two employees. Yeah, well, well, I met uh, I met the employees' uh, better half. Oh, you did. And the Dodge County fan base is very excited. And I thought they were great last year against Albert Lee when I saw them. And you saw them play against South St. Paul. I'm I did. not surprised at all. I thought they were deep. I did too. But there's always that worry in the back of your head. And to their to Dodge County's credit. They had a game against Crookston, a top 10 Class A program, canceled or postponed or what have you. So to take Orono to overtime, and it wasn't one of those 2-1 overtime games where they get out shot 45-20. to They were dead even in shots. They scored four goals against one of the state's top teams. That's good for Dodge County. I think so, too. I think so, too. Moorhead over Warroad 3-1. Moorhead keeps chugging along. Warroad keeps, keeps struggling to score goals. Struggling to score goals, but playing top competition. Yep. January 23rd, is yesterday. This, is this the score of the year? No, it's a, not the score of the is there year. A bigger upset in girls hockey this year? Yes. Give me one. Lakeville South over Edina. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's so much. <laughs> that's so much bigger. Rose, okay, Roseville Matamita is not a bad team, though. I didn't say they were, but, but okay, still has Josie St. Martin on the team. Addie Finn, they have a they have a great team. Yeah. But Roseville Matamina's not bad. And they only okay. won by two. All right, all right, fine. <laughs> Bless you. Peter oh my Rodney. gosh. All right, we're sharing sneezes today. Mine was a cough. Roseville Matamida over Stillwater three to one. Uh in a game that is an upset, I expected to see more penalties, to be totally honest. Yeah. Did not see as many penalties as I thought I would. Maybe they let him play. All right, I'm going to save the score of the night for last. Bemidji over Crookston, 2-1. to one. Bemidji, as you said, keeps rolling along. Yeah. And the score of the evening, Proctor Hermantown, 4. Duluth Marshall, 3 in overtime. The Mirage reminding everybody that they are still top dog in 7A. Yeah, I got to... I've been texting with Ethan Andreessen, who covers our Duluth area. Great job last night, Ethan. Oh, my gosh. That was wonderful. Um, So I was doing my scores, you know, or my notable games, and I saw that game. And I remember thinking to myself, gosh, Ethan, 
can you run up to Mars? He goes to UMD and he goes, he texts me back. He goes, Oh yeah, I'll be there for sure. <laughs> um, so he goes to the game and he's only done boys for us. Mm-hmm. And he kept texting me two or three times. Like, this is amazing. This atmosphere is, you know, like yeah. he's addicted to girls hockey after just one game. I'm like, they're not all like that. Just like, just like a late <laughs> conference boys game can kind of be boring in a, in a midweek mm-hmm. you know, game. But he saw a wonderful hockey game and he was excited about it. And, uh, uh, hats off to him because he he basically alluded to the fact that he'll be at the section final too. I'm like, yes, you will, you will be at that section final, and if uh, we're lucky, he'll cover the boys yeah. over at Amsoil. Yeah, at Amsoil. I almost thought I said the deck. No, uh, I don't even know if they put ice in that building I think anymore. They still do. I think, they I think still it might do. be a place for rodeo. Right. Uh, Duluth Marshall took a three nothing lead in yes. this game. So Proctor Hermantown showing an ability to battle back and watching Jane Ekstrom celebrate after that overtime game winner and everybody celebrating with her and how loud and how excited they were. You get the feeling that this could be the moment where the dam breaks for Proctor Hermantown. I hope so. Because they're frustrated. Yeah. Watching them against Holy Angels, that is a frustrated hockey team. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that uh, this team has all the talent in the world to win a state championship. All the talent so. in the world. All right, games of the future. January twenty fifth. We don't 25th. know what our picks were because Kayla's not. We here. don't. Kayla's on a beach somewhere Kay- celebrating. No, she was literally on the beach. Christmas, and she's, and she's back now. So we might get our. Uh, Should we call her? Ten, uh, no, call her up. Not right now, but after this one, ten minutes could be videotaped. Unlike this one. Ooh, fun. Uh, games of future tomorrow. Minnetonka at. Bill Murray, this is a good game. Yeah. What do you like here, big guy? You should go to that one. Yeah, I might. You might go to that one. I might go to that one. Oh, and then we have Andover Dine on the same night? Are you going to pick with Tonka or Hill Murray? Oh, I'm going Hill Murray. You're going Hill? Okay. Yeah, I'll take I Tonka. I really liked Hill Murray when I saw him against. I thought Hill Murray was better than I Andover. did too, but I'm going to take Tonka. Andover at Edina. Wow. I almost got to go to that game. Okay. I'll be at that one. I got to reschedule my dinner. All right. Uh, I'll go Edina. Okay. I will go Andover. Okay. January 26th, Mound West Tonka Southwest Christian at Delano Rockford, a Wright County Conference game. I'm not going against Mound West Tonka. In a top 10. I'll take Mound. Class A game. I am going to take Delano. January 27th, Lakeville North at Warrow. This is the Hockey Day Minnesota matchup. I'll be at two periods of this game. Okay. I just don't think I'm going to make it on time. I I know I'll you're hedging. The, I'll, I'll you're be hedging. there for the second period. All right. Um, I'm gonna go Lakeville North. Okay. I'm gonna go Warroad. All right. Give me the Warriors on outdoor ice. Yeah. I this is a game that I think I might have to go to. This might be might that's be a, a busy g- that's weekend a good for game. me. That's Cent- a good. Wait. Can, before you say Centennial Spring Lake Park, can I give a thank you to uh, Sean no. Moline? Sean Moline, head coach. And capable assistant coaches, uh, Rick Wagner and Todd Kelsenberg. We got a half an hour behind on rink eight uh, last <laughs> Friday. And uh, at the Squirtacular. And guess who is following us t- with their practice? Yes. Oh, I ran into Spring Lake Park. And they were nothing but 
full on class and helpful to getting them back getting that rink back on schedule. So thank you, Todd, Sean, and Rick for getting us back on schedule. Well, here's the deal. It's not just Todd, Sean, and Rick. Well, there's more to the staff. Those it's are not just I, Todd. Those Sean are the three guys that I know. I'm sorry. We should we should hand out thank yous to Molly and Haley and Alana, yep. and Ryan Norman. Ryan Norman's on on Sean's staff. Who is apparently on Sean? <laughs> no, I did not staff. see. I would know if I saw Ryan Norman. That former Shattuck St. Mary's. Former golfer. Every, do you know the do you know the relationship there? Cousins. Yes. Are they actually Sean oh, Moline cool. and? Um, Ryan Norman are every cousins. Everybody in the North Metro is a cousin of Sean Mullins. Pretty much. Everybody in the North so, Metro. So, Sean's mom. Okay. Who is just an awesome lady. And Todd Norman, uh, the former Hill Murray and UND star, our sister brother. So, there you go. They are first cousins. I'm going to write that down so the next time I see him, I can bring that up to him. Uh, I'd also like to thank Sean and Todd and the um, the coaches Haley and Alana and Rick and Ryan and Molly for making me look really cool when I was showing our new photographer where he was going to be uh, not just photographing but working in a penalty box. I got to fist bump some of the high school coaches and I was like, yeah, they're good people. I, now I look really popular in front of Alex. Uh, you do. Who is a person you I do. want to impress. So. You do. All righty. Centennial Spring Lake Park at Champlin Park, Coon Rapids. This might be the game of the weekend. Uh, over the this might be the over game. The, yeah the weekend the sure this might be the game. I'll take uh I'll take Centennial Spring Lake Park Ooh, in that one. okay 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 I think I called okay. it a, okay okay I think I called it a trap game uh in my rankings this week because I thoroughly believe that it will be a trap game so I'm gonna take Champlain Park in Rapids all right and then next Tuesday. The Civil War. The Civil War. Backyard Brawl. You know what? That game nickname is actually really mean to Lakeville South because the South always loses Yeah, in the Civil War. We got to think of a better name for that one. Who do you got? Let's see. I'm going to take Lakeville North twice. Gosh dang it. I'm taking twice. Oh, man. This is really going to test how much I believe in Claire Bronson here. Do it. All right, I'm going to look up how they did last time. Uh, North one. They tied. Tied. They tied one to one. Yeah. Ooh. It's at Ames. That's the one where I, when they when they tied, I thought to myself, South might be able to beat um, Northfield. All right, I'm going to take Lakeville South. Okay. Now, this is <laughs> this last game, speaking of Civil Wars, uh, this is literally a civil war. Uh, Rozo and Warroad uh, reconvene after a three-week break. Yep. Do you think the uh, assailants in the late-game brawl will kiss and make up for before this game? Or do no. you think that'll just add fuel to the rivalry? I think it'll just add fuel to the rivalry. Okay, well, if you really want to see something special, <laughs> tune in to the last one-third of the game that we broadcasted up there, which several thousand people have already done. So yeah. Both players very congenial after that after the game. episode, though. They oh were both gosh. happy as clams. When man. it was going down, they were not happy. It was yep. fantastic. I'm going to take uh, Warroad in this one. 
Um, I'm obviously a big Rosal guy. I got Jasmine Hubda on our top 25. I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that uh, Rosal is gonna come back and beat them on their home ice this time. Okay, you're gonna take Rosal. I think we went opposite on every one of these, so somebody could go really big too. here. Really, really big. I know that's kind of like this show was the, really, really big. Yeah, it was an hour long. We did an hour without Kayla. Kayla, we miss you. Please, we do. Come God, back. come back. Please come back. Come back. All right, that'll do it for another episode of Her Ice. I'm Peter Odney signing off. He's Tony Scott. We'll catch you next week. Used to keep it cool. Used to be a fool. All about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news. What you gonna do? I could hear profession forget. Used to keep it cool.